and she knows that we are. I'm Aharo. And I'm Demai. <laughs> and today's episode is called Late Registration. Um, it was inspired by Kanye West's album title, but today we're talking about all the possible routes to get into higher education. First, I want us to start by talking about like all the aspects of registering and like going to college, the different routes. So obviously, for those who don't know, you have the traditional route, graduate from high school, and you go to a four-year college, post-secondary <laughs> institution. <laughs> Another route, some people take a gap year between um, you know, their last year of high school and their first year of college. They'll take a year between and then apply with the following class. Um, some people choose not to go to college, obviously. Some people go into the workforce. Um, and community college is another option. So community college is a most, mostly it's a two-year uh, educational like program where you go to a, a school for two years and you get um, your associate's degree, which then you can transfer if you want transferred to a four-year um, institution. So you can come in two years in as a junior if you, know, if you wanted to come to UMass. Um, or you can just have an associate's degree and work with what you got and try to get jobs with that. Um, I just think it's interesting because like, as a college student, thinking about all the routes like, that mm -hmm. is possible mm -hmm. and the route that I took myself, I remember last year I was like really somebody who was like, you know what, like, I should have just went to community college because um, like we said before, we're from Springfield and there is a couple community colleges that are like mm -hmm. literally right up the street. Like, you know, yeah. like, especially where I live now, it's pretty close. Um, and I was just like, this one Springfield Technical Community College, we call it Stick. I was like, I should have just gone to Stick. Like, I don't want to waste money here if I'm just, you know, yeah. I want to step myself up. And I had a lot of doubts and like, um, I was just reevaluating that aspect of my life. Mm -hmm. And so I guess for us to come full circle and talk about it, it's interesting to see. Um, I did a little bit of research. Well, with my common sense and on top of research, I think that a lot of factors that would prevent somebody from going to college um, anyway, like whatever college, community college or co um, four-year education is like the financial aspect of it mm -hmm. and just the um, mindset you have around it. Like if you, go to if you went to high school as a student and you didn't really feel like school was your thing, you didn't really like school, you didn't do well in school, it's kind of like to try to achieve a higher education is really not there's like a motivation that's not there. There's just no motivation. There's no reason. And so you now see. what's the point of putting your money exactly. into it? And I think that community college, a lot of times, like especially with our experience, in high school we were encouraged to all apply because mm -hmm. like that's like a um, plan safety. B. Yeah, it's yeah. like a safety net. And a lot of people like do go and stuff. And it's just interesting. Like I think there's struggles with community college in general. Like yeah. going, because you're still going to go, but it's not necessarily like a step up. And you don't, if you don't have a direction, it can be hard. Yeah, to pursue, um, to like even go into like. Yeah. So I think like for me, like I, when people would be like, oh, doing two years in a community college and transferring to a university, that's the, that's the most affordable. Like, you mm -hmm. know, that's pretty affordable. And I'm like, yeah, it is. But I couldn't see myself after two years of community college being like, yes, I'm ready to transfer into a four year. Like the motive, I feel like the motivation would be that I would have fell off. Mm. And I would have, I honestly probably wouldn't even have discovered the major that I did because I'd be doing like gen eds for like two years. And so I feel like me going straight to college is like, no, like I'm putting myself in this environment, especially living on campus. It's like, I'm here, so I can't really like, like this is my time to like figure everything out. Like, and ultimately I already had the decision that I wanted to go to college. So it's not like I was really wasting my money because while I was here, like I was using my resources and I was You're just trying to right figure now. out, yeah, mm -hmm. I was figuring yeah. out what it is and I'm not leaving. So like ultimately, like the, the debt that I've taken, 
I, ca- I have a reason for it. But I definitely see for people who like go to community college just because it's like I need to go to school. Like they'll go to community college, but then from there it'll just be like you're not really discovering anything new that you. Have I think that's you. that's kind of like uh, well, uh, that's just like a generalization. I'm mm-hmm. not saying you think that. I think that community college there's a huge stigma around it, like just a huge stigma from society because it comes from the idea of like when you graduate high school you're supposed to go to college like that's the idea when people say college they don't mean community college they mean like a four-year school like a quote-unquote respectable yeah like and have that college experience i think that community college like still has but more so in the past had a like a horrible reputation of being like Anybody can do this, like it, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, you people don't, don't get uh, satisfaction knowing, like, oh, I'm going to this community college. I think that that's like a stigma though, because I think, I think so no, I but think that's what I'm that, saying. I'm saying that's the stigma. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. I think that it's like community college is seen as like anybody can do it. You're a, a quote unquote low life. Like you're not getting as it's like high school part two. Yeah, exactly. I kind of, I kind of think it's the opposite now. I think that more people. Um, I think before when co- when everybody didn't have to go to college or when you can mm-hmm. have an associate's degree and get a good job with that, I think that community college was like was uh, more sure. was not as frowned upon. I think now that uh, college degrees are becoming more valued, more I don't even know valued. Is I the think word, they're more. Valued I don't think because I think becoming, before they're not becoming more valued, they're becoming more pushed upon. I yeah, think, and so I think that. Um, now that that is happening, that's why um, community colleges are being frowned upon because it's like mm. you're gonna still need more school. But that's what I I'm think saying, with the, the value of, of the value of having a bachelor's degree is going up because no, before you could do things with an associate's. I feel like now that having an associate's isn't enough, people are then people are being pushed to get a bachelor's degree. I think that the value of a bachelor's degree has decreased because yeah. in the past. Like, with the economy of the past, it was better. Like, honestly, like, if we look at our parents, our grandparents, or whoever, um, you could get, like, an associate's degree, like you said, an associate's degree can get you places where now it's not, you can't make a certain income with an associate's degree. A college degree back then could get you a step up from everybody else. Nowadays, there's so many, there's literally millions of students in college in America. You might not get a And job. a lot of degrees are not worthless, but they're not going to add they're not going to add so much to your income as if, you, you know what I mean? Like, the difference from a associate's degree. It's and a, like inflation. It's basically, like you, have you have to have a PhD now if you want to have a certain income that's comfortable. Like, yeah. now it's like everybody's getting a degree because everybody's um, being pressured to get a degree. It's a requirement for a job before you even apply. Like, mm-hmm. you need a degree. You're not guaranteed the job. You're not guaranteed the income. You just need the degree already. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how I feel about it. Yeah. It's like the value of it hasn't gone down, but it's necessary now. Mm-hmm. Like, it's no ifs, ands, or buts about De- it. Yeah, depending on the type of life that you want to live, it's necessary for yeah. you to have that. I was going to say something um, about the motivation thing, like, in terms of community college students and things like that. My outlook on it has definitely changed. Um, as this semester, I've met a lot more transfer students, like, especially ones from Springfield. Um before I um, I played into the stigma of like okay like when you go to community college like you don't you're really not motivated like after like you know you tend to start focusing on different things like it takes you four years to finish that degree or whatever I had all those thoughts in my mind but I think it's really it really depends on the 
the level of serious that you take going to school I, mm -hmm. at a community college really depends on your financial um, situation, your um, situation at home, as well as other things. And so I think that a lot of, especially um, people of color, students that are people of color, mm -hmm. they have a lot of outside factors that are going on while they're in community college, which takes them a longer time yeah. to finish that two-year degree, which might get them distracted, which might make them drop out. And so my outlook on it has definitely changed. Mm -hmm. And as well as seeing people from Springfield, from Stick, which we don't think of as anything too crazy, being from Springfield, seeing people come to UMass Amherst and transfer, you're like, wow, like people are actually motivated That's to transfer to a four-year school I think, yeah. after they but get, I get think, their associate. I think now like another thing that's been kind of like pushing people to be more strategic about how they're going about college is like that whole like loan situation, like how there's so many students who are like racked up in debt and it's not really being paid off mm -hmm. at all. Like, yeah. So people aren't even, people aren't trying to even take on the debt. Like they're being more strategic about even that because like before I feel like going to college like that whole idea of taking out a loan was just so oh casual like yeah most most people are gonna have to take out loans this is the average fifteen thousand is about the average amount that people will start with you know like that was so common and I feel like now that there's such an issue around it of like no like there are people who actually literally go through their whole life and still can't pay their loans off and so I feel like now that approach of like okay I'm not just gonna jump into college and take on the debt like I'm gonna be smart about how I'm doing it I can get my gen eds done at a community college where it's pretty much like you know really affordable and mm -hmm. then switch and then get the same degree but i'm i'm saving a lot yeah. more money like and definitely my first year i was like damn i really should have just taken my gen eds right like down the street like i literally could have like even if it was just one year like i could have taken my gen eds somewhere else and then just transferred them over and like you know that would have literally saved me like a whole year's worth of so it's just like you know i think that with like if you are a high school student or somebody who is considering um college um community college i think that the best thing you need to do for yourself i feel like is to like try to strip away what quote you're supposed to do and just think for yourself and like think about for the next couple years of your life or for the next five ten years like what kind of things do you want to do like what I don't know. Like, what are your goals, basically, and what do you want to get out of your experience? Because for a lot of people, it can be financial. You can feel a financial burden, but a lot of people do want to experience college life and, like, want to have that molding until they want to experience the four years of living on campus. So I feel like you have to just try to look away from, like, other people's influence and try to think, what do you want to gain most? If you're somebody who's worried about financials and values, like, getting your gen eds and getting your life on track, you have, I think community college is a good option. But, like, if you're somebody who doesn't think that they could, like, commute or wants to live on campus, like, it's just up to you. But yeah. I think it's important to, like, not think about it in terms of, like, let me try to keep up with everybody else or I'm supposed to go to college or community college. Like, I don't really, I've never heard good things about it or things like that. And I think that the last thing I will say about this is um, back to, like, the societal pressure. I feel like, especially as a person of color, going to college in general, there is a pressure, like, you like that you have to succeed mm -hmm. and I think that that plays into how you make the decision of which college you go to because especially if you're not somebody who has disposable income like if you're not somebody who can make those decisions financially like with financial freedom where you go to college whether it's like a Ivy League state school like UMass community college like the decision is going to be influenced by one where you think you can succeed and where like what where it's possible for you to go like, personally, UMass was, like, 
at the end of the day, it was my best option in terms of finances for like a four year education. And I feel like that was the number one thing that influenced me to come here. And so like being aware of that, if I really didn't ha haven't had like UMass, I probably would have been a transfer student. Like, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. being aware of how you get somewhere and like what kind of life that's gonna set you up for and like what you can do about that. And that kind of goes into like the idea of transfer students in general and like transferring out of colleges. Mm -hmm. So I was reading this article from the New York Times mm. and it was called College Colleges and Universities Woo Once Overlooked Transfer Students. So like a general overview of the article was just talking about how like transfer students in the past were so overlooked and that they they were invisible basically. Um, and how colleges and universities are taking the initiative to um, be more accepting of transfer students and, and um, welcome them with more open arms. One of the, the interesting facts that I read when I was reading this was that in 2017, transfer students weren't included in federal graduation rates for colleges and universities. Mm. So that goes to say that, that those freshmen that started are the people that are being reflected by the end of those four years. Yeah. It doesn't count all the people that yeah. are leaving, coming, coming in, still doing what they need to do and stuff. I just yeah. thought that but was I interesting. But I think, like, when you just said that, I was thinking about it, and I feel like the whole aspect of, like, because they were from this school and this school, we can't, we can't re represent, like, that what they did was strictly from here. Like, you know what I mean? Because, like, if you think about it, like, I mean, obviously, they should they should reflect like transfer students who finish their back, who finish their degrees at the at the school. Like, if you if they graduated from here, like they should be included into the reports. But I feel like that like the idea of like, okay, you did two years at this school and two years here. Like, are you gonna be put on both? Like, you know, like are you gonna be counted in both of the stats? So I feel like that was kind of like something that came to my head. Like maybe that was a reason why they couldn't like have such a clear like this is our graduation rate because it's like this person came in here and so like. They yeah, technically also influence that graduation rate. Mm -hmm. But then again, there should still be like some way to include it. I don't know. Yeah. And and so and that, that makes a good point. I think I didn't think of it like that. Yeah. But yeah. I, I think it ultimately depends on like how long. Because like, if you're someone who did like two years here, two years there, then it's really split. But if you're someone who, let's say, you, you transfer in Your second semester, semester of the first year, at that point, you're a student. Like, you know, like you should be in the reports. Yeah. So... In 2018, transfer students made up 38% of all students in higher ed. Mm, and wow. I thought that was an interesting fact as well, because that's a lot. Like, that's I think, think about it. You don't, I mean, speaking to the, the stigma that, oh, co um, community college students don't, you know, go back to school. I mean, granted, you're talking about the students that go from another four-year to mm -hmm. another four-year, but that still factors in all the community college mm. students. So I thought that was an interesting fact, because that's a lot. I think that it literally reflects like why people go to college and what they're looking for, what they're expecting, mm. versus what they experience and like what they're trying to escape. Like, you know, yeah. if you go into a college that you know you went to because it seemed the best fit, because honestly, colleges are businesses and they advertise themselves like any business. Mm. Like, they're gonna show you what you wanna hear or like what quote unquote best suits your interest. And as a high school student, there's not much you can really know outside of yeah, that. Yeah, you can't. And so once you get there and you like experience the real, like the real experience, the reality mm -hmm. of living there or being at that school, I feel like that's when you realize like, 
this is the one I wanted out of my education. Yeah, like, maybe I should leave. Like, mm-hmm. you know? And that goes to show you, like, because I didn't know how realistic it was for people to transfer. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't think it was that easy. But, you know, looking at that number and, like, people being like, okay, this is not the right fit for me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go somewhere else and see if this is the right fit. Yeah. And sometimes people might transfer one or two or three times. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I think it says a lot also about how people are starting to take their, like, people obviously always look, like, build their own life for themselves. But especially around the college, the whole idea behind college and higher education like people are really are starting to take more time to be like okay i'm gonna pursue this like i'm not just gonna stay in this college because of the name or whatever mm. like i if I, if this is what i want to get like in this college doesn't have it i'm going somewhere else i think like like before i know like for me even like going through high school when they push college 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 like it's it seemed like the biggest thing was just like oh like are they just a good school it, like yeah. are they a good school and it's like okay but people can find what they need in any school like if you're if they have what i need then that's the school for me. Like, mm-hmm. but I think a lot of people before used to think like, even like applying to like Ivy Leagues, like our Ivy Leagues, it's just like, okay, this is a really good school. It's going to look good. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, but does it have what you need? Like, does it have the environment that you want? Does it have the, the academics that you want? Like, I feel like people are starting to do that more now when they're looking into schools. And so like, that's probably like doing that on top of like figuring out your finances, especially yeah. the person of color. Like you're being more unique about the way that you're getting through your education. And, and I appreciate that. And I think that number is crazy because I feel like it only, it literally only reflects people who actually made the move. Like, I'm going <laughs> to yeah. leave. Yeah. Think about it. 38, almost 40%. It would be literally over half, like 50% of people. If people had enough, like, if people now didn't have influence it. from, like, you know, their family, like, you're going to stay here. We're paying for you to go here. Yeah. If they didn't have a financial, like, burden, burden, if they didn't need to stay somewhere, if they didn't, you know what if I mean? They like, didn't like it. if it was yeah. just up to people's yeah. choosing, I feel like that number would be way higher. Mm-hmm. And so it's crazy. Yeah. So speaking on that and like transfer students and applying to colleges, um, I guess there's an association called the National Association for College and Admissions Counseling. Mm-hmm. And one of its members, two thirds of its applicants were transfer students. Wow. And so that goes to show again, like, people are transferring like Mm -hmm. you know and it's just interesting because you just don't think about that at all so i think it's just really interesting to see like doing this research i guess was a different outlook on the experience Mm -hmm. yeah or even the steps that you take or or the the numbers behind it because i mean like technically they are invisible because they're not talked about like you know what i mean yeah when you go to an orientation to visit a college student a, a college a prospective college they're not telling you you know what are our transfer mm-hmm. rates and stuff like that yeah you know they I mean? really not because i feel like that could also influence how people look at a school mm-hmm. like if you go to school and be like this yeah we have a 50 percent transfer rate it's like huh like so yeah. people don't like you here like they're you know not, you're not they're not having students that are on panels that have transferred mm. talking about their experience, you know? So it, it really is, it really is an invisible group, I mm-hmm. guess you could say. Yeah. But, yeah. Another, one last thing on the transfer student topic. Um, transfer students, most of the time, are the students that offer racial, ethnic, and social socioeconomic diversity mm-hmm. that the schools are seeking. So when Mahara was talking about the community colleges and you know people of color this being this being their way to college mm. it's true so it's very interesting it really yeah is. 
So with um, us talking about transfer students and all, we wanted to have a guest. Um, she didn't, get, our guest didn't come from a community college. She came from a commuter school, UMass Boston. Um, but we thought it would be interesting for her to share her experience as a transfer student here at UMass. Hi guys, um, my name is Shelby. I'm a sophomore transfer from UMass Boston and I live in Mass and yeah, I'm here now. We met Shelby when we were doing some podcast promoting on campus and mm. one night at a Burke party. Mm. <laughs> oh, the black people are going to be at Burke tonight. <laughs> let's, go, let's go show our podcast. And she was really receptive to um, what we were doing and she immediately asked if she could get on an episode. So yeah. we were on a mission to figure out what she could talk about and yeah. what she'd be comfortable talking about. So here she is. Yeah. <laughs> Um, would you like to tell us a little bit about your experience coming into college in general, like as a freshman at UMass mm. Boston? Because you are a sophomore now, right? Yeah, I'm a sophomore, okay. yeah. Um, I think, like, everybody, it was, like, really, well, it was just interesting at first. It was a lot of, like, new experiences, like, especially for me, just being sheltered, I guess, like, having just a strict parent. It was just, like, new, just, like, staying out really late or mm. just doing stuff like that. It was just different for me so it was just new experiences all around what so factors do you think like you don't have to go so deep into it but what factors do you think convinced you that you, you needed to transfer it was like the life like the culture there I didn't like mm. like it was just because it was a commuter school that's oh, really okay. what it was but I met like great people along the way but it was just like it was too commuter for me and I like school spirit like I wanted that experience mm. okay that's interesting. So UMass, Bo UMass Boston, right? Mm -hmm. It's another UMass. So what one, yeah. What made you want to come to like UMass Amherst? This one, because it was just like the elite one, I guess, oh, out sweet. of the other ones. <laughs> and it was like between here and like Howard. And it was just, Howard just got to me super late. So oh. I was just like, And they're financially Yeah. And it's late. Yeah. Exactly. So, oh, yeah, the finances, too, as a transfer student mm. was, was good for me. Yeah, it was okay. good, yeah. That's cool. So how was it, like, when you came to the realization, how did it feel? Like, were you scared to, like, admit, mm. like, I need to move schools? Like, no, like, in the beginning, like, honestly, in the beginning, I was like, I don't want to be here anymore. Like, mm. I knew that because it was, like... What was it? Like, I wanted to go to Spelman, and then, like, Spelman just didn't work out because, again, like, finances. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I do not want to go to UMass Boston. Like, I'm transferring. Like, I knew from jump, like, okay. I wanted to transfer. Wow. So, That's interesting. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I couldn't even imagine, like, taking the step to transfer. Yeah. <laughs> because last year, coming to UMass Amherst, I hated it. Um, and I was with Brianna and Maharo, but... I was like saying, if they didn't come to UMass with me, like I would definitely transfer. She's like, I would have taken the debt from, from yep. Temple. Temple. I would have taken the debt. Like, but I can't imagine like actually taking those steps because yeah. it's like it's just a whole nother new setting. You yeah. know what I mean? And like when you when you in high school or like middle school and you transfer, like there's yeah. nerves and you know, you're like, Oh, like what if I don't fit in? But yeah. I feel like in college it's different. Yeah. Because people are not necessarily always with each other. Right. And so like people have their own lives. So it's like if you don't get in where you fit yeah. in, like, you know, I feel like 
for me, the most nerve-wracking thing of transitioning would be like just the process of like applying to other schools and all that. Like, I would not know how that whole process would work. Like, what would mm. happen with financial aid? Like, would it have to be pretty much like re, re me reapplying to colleges and waiting? Like, you know? Yeah. I feel like so, yeah. I it was like credits, all that stuff. Yeah. It was, like, since I knew from jump, I took, like, really, like, classes that I knew would be easily transferable, like, um, like, my major classes, like, a bio class, like, math classes, stuff like that, but, like, it was the same thing. Applying was, like, using the Common App. That's oh, it. It was wow. the same. It was the same yeah. experience. It's the I've same heard thing. that it w it's not super hard to transfer because, like, it's I know not. a lot of people who have. It's not. Yeah, and it was, like, for here, it was, like, GPA requirement was, like, 2.5, and then oh, you wow. had to just write a little personal statement, which, like, Page. That's not bad. Yeah, it was I mean, not bad. I think that for me, the scariest part about transferring would be like, if I go to another school and I'm like, I didn't make the like right it. choice. Like maybe mm, I should have yeah. stayed. Or, uh -huh. Yeah, like, because it's like, <laughs> I feel like a lot of it is like, you make co college is what you make it, quote mm. unquote, but also sometimes you have to find like, do I need to move or do I need to change my attitude about how I see things? Mm. So like, that's just, yeah, it's a hard like decision to make. Yeah. But I mean, you made it. And yeah, here, so. I, like a certain point, I was like, "Oh, should I just stay here?" Like, I mean, like I, I'm making friends and stuff like that. Like, but I was like, I don't know. Ultimately, like I didn't feel like happy like all the way that mm. I feel like I feel somewhere else. So, so how's you, Max? I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I don't uh, know. It's interesting. That's another thing. Like, it's super interesting. Like, it's. Huge! It's a city, mm. like it's its own city. I'm not. How used big to was that. UMass Boston? It was not. It was like one area, like one area. All our classes was like in one area, so it wasn't like like different buildings, like all this stuff. It was just. Oh. And how many one kids area. were there? Like, how um, many it was, it was a lot of kids, but it was like a commuter school, so it was just like mm. people from everybody. Yeah, it was just in and out. Like you saw all types of people, parents, like mm. everybody, everybody <laughs> and stuff. That makes sense. Yeah. So now that you are a transfer student, in what ways do you feel like, okay, like I'm here, I'm transferring, but mm. like I have to catch up. Like what ways do you feel like, like, that. You're, like you're trying to play catch up? Or do you feel like No, I do like in like the social realm, I was like, oh, I need to like catch up to the other sophomores because they don't know me. So mm. I need to like join everything <laughs> like I was like I need to join every club like I just need to put myself out there like at all times like be at every event go everywhere and stuff so that's what I thought I had to do but it's very tiring <laughs> it's so yeah. tiring putting yourself out there like that yeah but. so then since you've been putting yourself out there do you feel like you've gotten the oh, reward time. yeah mm -hmm. a reward of like okay like now I'm in with the sophomores, mm. like I know of quite a few people. Like, mm -hmm. how, how do you think that's? I don't know. I don't think I'm like there yet. Like, like necessarily in. I feel like I'll always be like just like a different journey. You know, mm -hmm. I'll meet other people along the way, but I'm just like in a different journey than like other sophomores and stuff. Mm -hmm. But um, it's definitely gotten easier, I think, than before because I've just like met like different people and they branched out into like meeting other people and yeah. So yeah. How has, like, the um, adjustment to, like, college life here, not even, like, social life, but just, like, day-to-day? -day? And um, do you miss things mm -hmm. that you found at UMass Boston? Probably, like, uh, I kind of miss the food over there. I'm not really? going to lie. Yeah, the food is really good. But UMass is number one dining. <laughs> <laughs> the 
food was good over there. But like, I don't know, like easy stuff, just like uh, walking to class. It was just mm. like walking. I didn't need to plan it. I didn't need to go on a bus. <laughs> I didn't need to think ahead or nothing like that. So that's probably what I miss. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. I feel like this year I've met more transfer students than I ever have. Yeah, like people a lot have been of bringing people, that up. That yeah, they've met a lot. Yeah, Everybody like that I meet that I have never seen before, a lot of them are like transfer students mm-hmm. and it's just like interesting. And yeah. I wonder too, like, you know how they have like a student orientation for people who come here. Is there like a transfer orientation? Yeah, like, we did have that. Because I feel yeah. like it's kind of like a separate group. It's like, okay, these are the people who are here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Transfer group for each year. Like, you know? Yeah. I feel like they probably have a, a better a more, um, a better connection in a sense. With mm-hmm. each other? Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's like, okay, we, we're the transfers, so like, mm-hmm. we're all trying to kind of, like, we're all trying to navigate our way into our classes. Yeah. That was orientation. That's when I knew, like, oh, this is, like, real. Like, that day, I realized, like, oh, this is, like, happening. Like, I'm coming here. Mm-hmm. And then even that day, I felt, like, not a pressure, but I'm, like, I need to meet somebody. Cause <laughs> I, I need to, because, like, the first day or first, first couple of days is going to be, like, rough. So I did meet somebody, so that was cool. But, like, we actually, like, hit it off, not just, like, oh, I need to, like, talk to somebody. Yeah. So that was good, and I still talk to her today. So I'm That's happy about true. that, yeah. Lord knows things can change from the beginning yeah. to the yeah. end. Yeah, <laughs> really That's can. True. Four months doesn't sound like it a doesn't. long time, but it is. Like, yeah. Your dynamics with people can really change. change. So it's good that, like, yeah. Do you think definitely. that you've gone through, even though you are a sophomore, being a transfer, do you think you've had freshman moments like here on yeah, campus? Yeah, of course, yeah. Like with everything, everybody always thinks I'm a freshman. Mm. Just like wanting to be a party fiend, I think, the first thing, probably. Um, I don't know, like just getting lost. And like people seeing that you're lost and not helping you. <laughs> that, no, it don't help me. I get lost all the time. Um, like when I was trying to figure out the bus, I was taking wrong buses, just stuff like that. Mm. Really? Oh, figuring out the dining hall. I didn't know nothing. Like I don't know. Just like going in, I just used to be like, whoa, like this is a lot at one yeah. time or whatever. I definitely remember that anxiety of like, oh, I don't want to walk around and check out the stations because like, mm-hmm. but I got used to that. I'm just like, you know what? Like, I'm not just going to keep getting the same thing every time. Yeah. I don't, don't want to look like I'm, I'm confused. Mm, yeah. You know? But I that's think for me, it was like, for me, I think I was like kind of lucky because I ended up, I was placed in a, I was placed where I was familiar with. Like, mm. like Frank's dining hall, like I was familiar with Frank. So I was okay. like, oh, like yeah. dining hall and I know. Yeah. But when it came to like Hamp or Burke, like I would be walking in circles and I'm like, it's just when I was a freshman, me and my roommate, we lived in Coolidge, and mm. Coolidge is Coolidge is a um, residential hall. It's right next to Hamp, Hampshire Dining Hall, literally oh, yeah. right next to Hampshire mm-hmm. Dining Hall, or right in front of. Mm-hmm. You know, we would leave the building, exit. We'd be like, let's go to Hamp. We'd walk all the way down the street to go to Burke. And, we'd be like, <laughs> like, and then we'd be like, wait, this is Burke. Like, where's Hamp? Like, we didn't know where Hamp was, and it was right in front of us the whole time, like for days. And we were like, <laughs> all we had to do was turn around, like mm-hmm. literally. <laughs> But I feel like even though when you're a freshman here, you have freshman moments, um, we do have things that are given to us, like over-orientation and stuff. We have time to kind of walk around and stuff. Mm. I feel like transfer students, we didn't no have matter no what, time. you guys no, are always getting behind. We didn't, they yeah. yeah. They didn't give us any time that day. Yeah, it was. Did, it, did you move in, like, 
You moved in on the same day as everybody else. We moved. I moved in the thirty first of August. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Everybody. So so your orientation, it was like a one day thing. It was one day thing. It was really like she didn't. That lady didn't show us nothing. Like it was like I don't know. She showed us the pond. She was like, oh, it's filled with bacteria right now, and that was it. That was all I remember. She was like, fun fact, like the bacteria is the same as somewhere in Brazil. Like that was it. And then we had to go set up for our classes for the semester. Sir, and, that was and I honestly feel like that speaks into a bigger issue like these universities I'm not calling out UMass or anything but just universities in general like I feel like they embrace transfer students because that's an extra like that's money you mm-hmm. know coming yeah. in mm-hmm. but they're not really trying to help them adjust like mm-hmm. to the environment because it's like people can come and go like mm-hmm. especially at a big school like this yeah it's not like it's just easier to focus on like the people who are like coming in first year versus, yeah like, but junior transfer but even s- still, because, like, when you're a freshman and you do go to orientation, I feel like the things that they're telling you... Is, like, not what you need to yeah, know. Yeah, mm-hmm. because, like, I mean, at the end of the day, the university's not going to give you the real tea. Like, yeah, you know, like, yeah. Like, they're not going to give you... Right, they're not going to be like... like, I'm going to tell them the truth. But they're not going to... They're going to tell you, oh, like, we have an alcohol policy for underage drinkers. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's not tolerated. Yeah. Here's a system for Mm -hmm. what to do if you're... You happen to be underage drinking and mm-hmm. your friend passes out. You won't get in trouble if you're Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, those yeah. are the kinds of things that people, like, you know, it's like, okay. Mm-hmm. But, like, especially for people of color, I think that, I mean, I guess it would kind of be, it would definitely be more work. Mm-hmm. But, like, it, the adjustment is different for people of color yeah. on a large campus, yeah. on a PWI campus. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, the reason there needs to be another there Smaller needs to be thing. additional resources yeah. that are like introduced to people like, yeah you know I mean? how was your experience with that like UMass being a larger mm-hmm. PWI like um PWI? yeah coming from UMB that was pretty like equally diverse like it was really like equally on every like level whatever equally so, diverse was like it was like when you looked at the thing or whatever, they always brought that up. It was like 33% white, black, Asian, other. Like, it was just all like, wait, is that right? Did I do that right? Or 25. That makes 100, right? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I don't do math. Okay, I don't do math. Well, honestly, that sounds very diverse. Yeah, it was. Like, I had like. One fourth of the population is black and one fourth is white. Like. Yeah. Must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's definitely not the truth. I used 4%. to think I used to think this place was full of blacks because I had like an older like my sister's like older friend or something. I used to watch her snaps and just used to be I was like, Oh my god, look at all this black stuff. Like there's so many black people here. Then when I was applying, I'm like four percent. I was like, What? Yeah. That cannot be. But 4%. I think it's more. It might be more because of, like, the freshman class, because it being, it like, might such be a more big now. class or something. But if you something. think about it, I mean, it's not necessarily more because there's more white students, too. Oh, like, yeah. You know what I mean? I so, yeah, so, like, I feel like they talk, because I've heard multiple times yeah. this year, oh, like, our diversity rates are going up. Yeah. This, this, and that, but is that really shown? Because yeah. you're accepting more, you're having more students of color coming, but your incoming class is larger. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. true. And yeah. the people that have the money are coming. Yeah, you exactly. Know what I mean? So 
Do you guys think it's more black people or people of color than last year, like when you guys first got here? Honestly, I feel like I see a lot more people of color. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I think I just see more. Like last semester, I would see our class. Okay. And then juniors. Like I barely, I don't think I've seen seniors a lot. Mm-hmm. And I was a freshman, so like, you know, that was that. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you see like the same faces. Like after a week, mm-hmm. I feel like I've seen every black person. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's it. But like even now, like this whole semester, like I still see people. Like, black people yeah. Of I color, think. And I'm like, wow. Like, like I'm seeing more people or I have been seeing more people but not necessarily like more freshmen mm. but I'm just seeing more people that I didn't see before right and that's not necessarily like there's so many more students here it's just I'm expanding my you know yeah I'm not just like all oh, the same people I see in Southwest as every black person on campus right <laughs> but I think that there is more black transfer students mm-hmm. and like you said it's a larger class so of course it's gonna be more more diverse than our class which mm-hmm. was smaller last year right but um so, like, how has that been, like, did you feel, like, coming from a diverse setting where you were one-fourth, basically? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you, like, did you feel that, or did you not think about it like that? Um, it was, I don't know, like, it was, like, I don't know. So, like, since it was a commuter school, like, a little amount of us used to just stay in the, like, the BSU, which is, like, our black student union space or whatever. So, like, we saw those kids, like, every single day, stuff like that. So, like, come here, it feels like the same thing. Like, you see that, like, certain hub of kids, like, every single day. But I get, like, the isolation part, it being a PWI, but sometimes I just have tunnel vision. In class, I don't see them. I don't. (laughs) I just don't anymore. Like, I really don't. Because before UMass Boston, I went to – predominantly white high school so Mm -hmm. it wasn't that different like I don't see the difference now like I just don't see it anymore so yeah but I do miss having like uh like teachers that are like of color because that's what I liked Mm. you don't have that here I don't know I haven't had that yeah at UMass Boston I think the teachers of color are literally the average yeah I think think so yeah that's interesting. And, and your stats professor. Oh yeah. <laughs> Roy. Yeah. yeah, that's definitely a different experience from the three of us. Mm-hmm. We came from Springfield, an urban city. Mm-hmm. Um, our high school very, very urban. Mm-hmm. The only time we were in class, the first time we had class was a predominantly white crowd was in eleventh and twelfth grade. Mm-hmm. But it's still different. Because, More so twelfth like, grade. I feel like like. Do were we in AP and stuff in eleventh? Yeah, honors. We had yeah. the same people in eleventh and twelfth. Oh, it just felt different. I feel like between mm. those two, but I think because people were really starting to try to separate themselves. Mm. I think mm. in twelfth grade, I really started realizing that, like the people that I like the, the white peers in our classes. Like I just start like when when we started thinking about applying to colleges and stuff. I started realizing that these are the kind of people, like, <laughs> yeah. this is going to be the majority, of, not saying mm. them specifically, but this is going to be the majority of people in the, whatever college I go to. Yeah. Unless I go to HBCU, but. Yeah. It's like, Howard <laughs> fumbled my bag. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I was never going there, like. Yeah. But yeah, I started realizing that, and I was just like, oh, like, you know, it was just interesting to see, but when I came here, it was still it was, shocking. <laughs> like, I was like, mm. yeah. You don't really understand it. Until you I, get in it. Yeah. I think the difference with high school versus college is, 
Like I'm here, like I can't go home. Like it's the option of me like yeah. Yeah. So it's like twenty four seven. Your life is surrounded I'm, by yeah, this so campus. It's yeah. like in Springfield, like once you leave school, like that's it. Like mm-hmm. our, like, exactly. Yeah, or even yeah. once you leave the class. Like yeah, it's still, like even when you leave the class, yeah. go in the hallway. Yeah. Like, and out, like, I think that being here, like with no escape <laughs> like being isolated here when you're in classes and stuff that's when I started to realize how quote-unquote different I felt or different I was am mm. because in a class like I would just have reactions to things that like would be happening and I'm like wow like I'm just not on the same wavelength like you know what I mean mm-hmm. like when you have a just dis- not even a disgusted reaction when you're just like what like when something happens in class and it seems like everybody's on the same page and I'm just like <laughs> <laughs> it just made me realize how different like it was yeah. like culturally like mm-hmm. the different cultural norms of a PWI versus like you coming from an area where it's like what like what is that right so so in that sense Shelby wasn't really she wasn't really challenged yeah I wasn't wasn't a challenge because I've been through every challenge Mm. (laughs) like (laughs) back in the town that I lived in I was every challenge like oh that person is so hard like I don't even know like okay I was born in Miami (laughs) and I lived there up until like six then I moved to Lynn, then Salem. Mm. Then Marblehead is, like, where, like, all this, where, like, predominantly white, the suburban, like, town that you think of, white picket fence. I would think of Lynn like that, too. Really? No, that's the hood. That's mm. the hood. Yeah, wow. yeah. And then it's, it's, like, stepping, I don't know, like, it's <laughs> Lynn, Salem, Marblehead. And then now I live in Beverly. But Marblehead is where, like, I went, like, a little bit of middle school and then high school. Mm. And that's where I went through Every incident, every like a racial incident, wow. everything, yeah. All so, of it. how do you think? Like, what do you think you learned from that? Like, you can apply here. That like that's just how like the world is. Like, that's how like people. I don't know. Like people always. There's just like incidents, like with teachers, mm-hmm. how they talk to me. Like I could just tell. Like if they're talking down at me, or they're surprised if like. I say, say if I wrote this paper, like how eloquent, just like like words yeah, like that are just like, like, yeah, just like words that I can pinpoint. Like even now when I tell, like I went back to my high school during Thanksgiving and I told them, oh, I go to UMass Amherst. And they're like, oh, like really? Like in a more like surprising way like and stuff. Like you just know. It, no, my too. whole class went. Like wow. class is anything, my whole class is here. But yeah, it's just like certain things I could tell, like if you're just like microaggressions, like I can mm. just pinpoint them out really quickly. And so you feel like you're more like you're not as stunned by them. Like here yeah. you were, well, you weren't here when there was like racial incidents. Yeah, I heard about it, yeah. So like you feel like because you've kind of been through all that stuff, the reaction isn't the same, like Yeah. I mean I I still feel like uh I would still like stand up against it and stuff, but I, I would be like same thing, like different day, disappointed but not surprised type feel. Cause it was like mm-hmm. the same thing happened at my high school. We did like a protest, like a walkout type thing when I was yeah. a senior. So it's just like, it's just disappointing but not surprised. Cause just white mm-hmm. institution is just like at a different level. So yeah. yeah. And then like, it makes you, it makes you like, like this conversation makes me think about like, it's gonna happen. And so like universities, like when they have all these 
you know, slogans like, oh, you matter. Yeah, that, I know. I kept on seeing that. They kept on, I don't know, during my orientation, they just kept on bringing up, like, you matter, you mass. I'm like, what is this? Like, this diversity initiative. I'm like, what is this? It's just, it makes you really under, like, question, like, what are they really going to do to try, like, knock it down? I mean, I think it's very hard because, like, here there's 30,000 students. Everybody has their own way of thinking, you know? People aren't really... In college, they're, like, independent. They're, like, yeah. you're not teaching me anything. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm an adult. So mm-hmm. it's, like, mm-hmm. it's really hard to try to reframe people's thinking and, like, mm-hmm. teach them, like, no, this is not okay. Like, people are starting to, you know, yeah. set themselves up for the rest of their lives. There was this class that I have or, like, had where, like, we are talking about, like, the war on drugs and stuff and, like, how that like started mass incarceration and how it put black men in jail mm-hmm. and stuff and then like there was just like the times where it was just very tense i don't know like for everybody else it was tense i, I love this stuff like i love talking about that stuff but like the white people in class were just feeling some type of way and it was like whispers the lady was like um like people were put in jail like black men were persecuted and all this stuff just saying facts and the other white kids were just not like comprehending it they're like what do you mean like you're no, like that's not true yeah <laughs> like they're like no like they were not it's getting just, it it's fair. i know yeah they weren't getting it at all so i don't know if that even helped them but it was just interesting to hear somebody say that and talk something about that it. i also noticed too like while you're saying like people are here to build their own lives like because people are paying for college, like they actually have a choice in whether they want to be aware of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. While UMass is saying like we're on a diversity initiative, like you have people who would, who still probably don't know about like you know common things. Yeah. About, like in Black history, so they don't they, care. They like, can, yeah, they can literally choose to not even. They see really can. Like, I'm paying for my education. I'm doing this. Like that's mm-hmm. it. And I feel like especially in a PWI where it's really tailored towards white people. Yeah. Like it just makes it harder for any changes to really happen. Like even like down to like the social events, like. Where they have like running again, or the the if the Patriots win the Super Bowl, like all those mm-hmm. things, like they're accommodating for that, but they're also like they don't want to say, oh yeah, we're the party school, but things like that, that's what they use to like draw people in because they mm-hmm. know like, that's where the money is. Like people come here for that, and so instead of them saying like, no, we need to be more diverse, like we need to be fair in our system or whatever, make sure that people feel safe, mm-hmm. we're gonna like control these more. Oh yeah, we can't be paying for our security. It's like mm-hmm. so you're just allowing them to like you know kind of like have their full college experience while you have these people of color coming in here who really can't do the same things because like if we get to our end then it's like that's a real problem yeah, yeah. like that just makes it hard for someone like coming into the school like i think even for like someone who went to us went somewhere that was diverse and they mm-hmm. come in here having to de- adjust and be like i can't do those i can't actually feel 100 percent comfortable here because this system isn't even set up for me like, yeah it's set up to be tailored to have it to making sure those people are paying most of the money making sure they have a good time yeah I'm just here, like, you know? And yeah. it's, like, how can you, like, as an individual dismantle, like, a systemic issue? In four yeah. years. Yeah, in four in years. Three years. <laughs> yeah, in four years. Like, Honestly, it's a no. lot. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, if you're listening and you don't know the reputation that Zoomass Gamers has, it's called Zoomass, I guess. And yeah. Ooh, okay. It's a par- it, Amongst, it's like, a other very, state schools. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, a par- it's the party school. It's the you know, known for having the craziest parties. Yeah. Like, here, um, when the Patriots win or lose. Um, really? Everyone, yeah. If they People lose, gather in, yeah. like, Is it a riot? Oh. There's a riot. People jump off and buildings. there's thousands of people. 
that come down to Southwest. No, they, they start rioting. Have an in, an inciting uncivilized like, barbaric. Yeah, they running from Old Hill. Like, I literally like I would watch people run in squads. Window, they be running Central, and they'll be running down here from Old Hill to make it to Southwest. Oh and everybody comes. God. This guy last year came with a beatbox on his head. No way. And like everybody made room for him. We were just like. People would be like going into the buildings. They set up like I'd a be scared. SWAT team and things like that. So like that's what Brianna was talking about. Like when she's talking about like accommodating for the wild and the craziness. Yeah. You have. That, you know that these that these yeah. white students that yeah. are paying the money that they get into. You have like when the I, um cadets, the police cadets with the zip oh, ties, yeah. like prepared, like they know everything that's coming. And I'm not mm. saying they shouldn't be prepared. It's just interesting how it's like black people. Like yeah, like there's not really yeah. Black it's just if it was on the other foot, it would no, not. it would it not happen. It would have been like you know how like oh, I don't want to bring it to this, but like Charlottesville, you remember all that stuff was happening uh-huh. with these white men just picketing, and there was nothing like no like police was out there like that. But then when like Ferguson was happening, the protests, you had militarization yeah. like on a hundred, like the police were out here, SWAT teams, like yeah. uh, tanks, trucks, like all of that. If we were out here doing the same thing as white, huh? We would have been dead. Like, yeah, I just would have been gone. And it makes me think, like, for me, like, I always think about, like, okay, me knowing this position, knowing that I'm not free to do the same thing they do, like, exactly. how can I integrate and get into, like, that mm, part of the country? Like, you know, like, yeah. as a freshman, you want to experience, like, you want to yeah. get into it. But it's, like, I have to be integrated with the caution. Like, I can't yeah, go to we were like, okay, like, we hear about the frat parties. Let's try to go to one. Like, some <laughs> of the white frat parties. Yeah. And we got there, and we were just like, yo, like, we cannot go in there. Like, mm-hmm. we might not make it out. Like, <laughs> it was just, like, an intimidating, scary scene yeah. that we've never seen before. Yeah. Like, you know, a bunch of drunk yeah. people hollering from the back. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was just scary. Yeah. Yeah, it's the like, minute you walk into a frat, like somebody is just slobbering somebody down on a wall, like mm-hmm. gross. Like it's just a lot. Like mm-hmm. it's a yeah, lot going on. Yeah, but the fact no that like you know others, these students, they can go out with their alcohol and they can go mm-hmm. out, go wild, and walk mm-hmm. past the security, walk past past the police, and there, you know, there's no. Yeah. There's, it's like, oh, there's just their safety net. It's their safety net. Half of them probably went to UMass. Like, oh, yeah, I remember those Yeah, it's their safety net. I think, like, actually, this past Friday, oh, my God. Well, I was with Ray, but, like, this past Friday, we went to a frat, and it was, like, I think I lost my safety net a little bit, like, <laughs> forgetting who I was. But and I had a friend there that I knew. I had a couple, like, friends from back home and stuff, mm-hmm. so I was, like, Okay, like, I'll, I'll, not that I would be safe, but I know people. Like, I'm not just going to go into a random place or whatever. But it was just, like, after it just got, like, crazy. And it was just, like, almost turned into, like, a brawl, like, after, like, whatever happened, whatever, at the house. It was fine in the house, but it was, like, after when we were leaving. And it was, like, like I'm, I'm a black woman. Like, I can't do – I wanted to do something, but it's, like – no, I really wanted to do something, but I, like – like I can't and they were like stopping me and stuff like like you can't do that like Ray knew like it wasn't just oh like you can't like fight or like do anything it was like you're a black woman like you're gonna get hurt like something else is gonna happen like the police are gonna come like that might that's gonna escalate police always escalate a situation Mm -hmm. so it's just 
yeah, I learned my lesson. <laughs> I can't be <laughs> doing that. I can't be doing that stuff. Yeah, no. Yeah, I mean, it's def if you, it's definitely different because like yeah, new people. Yeah, so, like, you think you know these people? They could have my back. So yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. No, yeah. I, I wish I knew some people so I could be like, oh, <laughs> go to the frat with you. <laughs> but that's yeah. like, so I could experience it. That <laughs> reminds me of what you said about when we were talking about this episode this morning about intersectionality mm -hmm. and like how you, Shelby, yeah. you're like a transfer student yeah. and a black female yeah. on this college campus at, yeah. like, at a PWI. It's a so it's like a lot to, even us, like it's a lot to think about. So you can't really just go into college like with an open mind. Yeah. Whether you're a first year transfer sophomore community college transfer like you have to go in with your like different identities in mind yeah. because you're not just gonna do what everybody else is doing like, right mm -hmm. that's true yep. but yeah is there anything else you'd like to say about being a transfer student um any advice you can give to transfer uh, students yeah like considering transferring? if you want to transfer take that initiative like don't wait i know so many people that like are just like waiting like for what just do it like, just do it, honestly. Nike. <laughs> just do it. <laughs> we don't have rights to that. I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> we need a sponsor. Like. <laughs> but, yeah, it was really nice having you. This was a fun you conversation. Too, yeah. And we wish you the best in your, um, <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yeah. Two and a half. Wow. I know. Oh my gosh. College goes by fast. Quick. <laughs> Yeah. But we're going to wrap up the episode right about now. Um, make sure to follow us at... Oh, do you want to drop your Instagram or anything? Okay, yeah. Um, my Instagram is S-D-O-L-L-A S -D -O -L -L -A and four Zs. Um, snap, I guess, Miami <laughs> Beach underscore 23. <laughs> no, it's the corniest thing. Yo. It's so Miami corny. <laughs> 23. <laughs> but yeah. Miami. Right. Yeah. That is funny. But make sure to go follow her. Um, yeah. Make sure you're still following us at yeah. She Thinks Pod on Instagram yep. and She Thinks She Knows on Facebook. Uh, make sure to catch up with all of, our, all of our other episodes and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.